Hello, you are listening to the Treadweary Podcast, the audio arm of Treadweary.com, where we gather around the Word of God to hear what it is that God has done for us, so that we might receive from Him the gifts of His grace and mercy. Join Pastor Smee as we take a look at the text coming up for us with this following Sunday to hear what it is that God has to tell us and to open our hearts and our minds as we prepare to worship together. Well, greetings, church. I hope you are doing well as we enter into this Friday, as we're going to be taking a look at our gospel for Sunday from Mark chapter 1. But before we do that, unlike what we did yesterday, where we had to, had to pass up reading the psalm that's appointed for Sunday, Psalm 111, because our text was so long, we're going to be able to do that today. So let us calm our hearts and our minds before we begin by reading from Psalm 111. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Praise the Lord. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart in the company of the upright in the congregation. Great are the works of the Lord, studied by all who delight in them. Full of honor and majesty is his work, and his righteousness endures forever. He has gained renown by his wonderful deeds. The Lord is gracious and merciful. He provides food for those who fear him. He is ever mindful of his covenant. He has shown his people the power of his works in giving them the heritage of the nations. The works of his hands are faithful and just. All his precepts are trustworthy. They are established forever and ever to be performed with faithfulness and uprightness. He sent redemption to his people. He has commanded his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All those who practice it have a good understanding. His praise endures forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I wonder what this psalm has spoken to you over this, this week, and I wonder what it will speak to you on Sunday. But our Gospel reading comes from Mark chapter 1. This is the year of Mark, year B, in the three-year lectionary. And we pick up where we left off from last Sunday verse 21 through 28 of Mark 1. They went to Capernaum. When the Sabbath came, he entered the synagogue and taught. They were astounded at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. Just then, there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent, and come out of him. And the unclean spirit, convulsing him and crying with a loud voice, came out of him. They were all amazed, and they kept on asking one another, What is this, a new teaching with authority? He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. At once, his fame began to spread throughout the surrounding region of Galilee. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. We're not a people who tend to, to believe too much in exorcism, although we love uh, the movies, right? The, the scary movies with demon possession and all this stuff. It's, it's kind of intriguing and, and, and all those things. But here we have a picture of Jesus being the word of God as he is, 
doing his work. First, he shows his custom, where he would go to the, to the synagogue on the Sabbath. He'd go where the, where the people are gathered together. That's what synagogue means, gathering together. On the Sabbath, the day appointed for prayer and for learning and for teaching, growth, all that stuff. And he would teach, which is what the Word of God does. It proclaims something that teaches us. It, it proclaims something that, that preaches to us, that gets in our ears and it does its work. And it says they were astounded at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. Uh, many of us pastors... Who, who we spend a lot of time in education, and we tend to like to make sure that you're educated. And basically, I, I know myself to be one who talks way too much, <laughs> and and I have a whole plethora of knowledge up here in my cranium that is almost worthless when it comes to a lot of things. And so you could have someone who's a teacher, like one of the scribes, who knows a lot but says very little. We'll talk and talk and talk, but have no gramba. That's from Star Trek. Um, we'll have no authority, have no purpose. Um, and here Jesus is different. He's speaking, he's teaching from the scriptures, and he's coming with authority. He's coming with power because he's basically reading himself. He's reading the word of God to the people and saying, you know, his first sermon in Nazareth, he, in, in um, I believe it's the Gospel of Luke, he, he reads from Isaiah and he says, this word is fulfilled in your hearing. Why? Because I'm here. And he just sits down. That's his, that's his, that's his sermon. Very short. Well, here they're, they're amazed by this. Well, leave it to the devil. To try and interrupt them, this man with an unclean spirit cries out. He makes sure that, that he proclaims, well, this one is the Holy One of God. This one is the one set apart. But Jesus rebukes the spirit and says, be silent and come out of him. And the unclean spirit convulses and just comes out of him and leaves. And the people are amazed. Why were they amazed? Well, if you think of, of a lot of our exorcist movies, the ones that involve an exorcism, there tends to be a lot of stuff that is done for that, right? Whether it's holy water, special crosses, special clothing, chanting, scripture verses, all these things. And even in that day, what would be known as someone being an exorcist would have uh, some sort of thing that they were supposed to go through in order to... Uh, exercise that demon, you know, sacrifice a chicken at midnight while dancing naked and pouring olive oil all over your body, whatever it might be. Well, here all Jesus does is speaks. And they're just amazed. All he says is, come out of him. Get out of here. I'm sick of you. Go away. And it happens. And they're amazed by it. And then it says that, that his fame traveled throughout all of Galilee. Well, I think that fame would travel. If, if you have someone who has been taken possession of by an unclean spirit, you'd want it out of them. And then you know that there's somebody who can do that, and it doesn't cost you anything. He just says, get out, and that, that demon comes out of them. Later on, it becomes because he heals everybody. He keeps healing to the point that he can't go anywhere. So he has to hide out in the desert. I wonder for us, is there still fame 
of this Jesus for us. When we gather on Sunday, or when we gather here virtually, is this Jesus famous for us that word should spread throughout the region of Staples and Motley, throughout the region of Cushing, uh, throughout the region of Nevis, throughout Minnesota, throughout America, of this one who brings freedom, this one who, who releases captives, because that's this picture of this man. He was captive to this demon, and Christ released him. I wonder, is Christ someone famous enough for us that he stands as one with authority? that we desire to hear him because of his work that he is able to do in us, to free us? Or is it just, oh, okay, whatever. It's just Jesus of Nazareth, sort of like Nathaniel, as we as we heard a couple of Sundays ago. Just as that, what good can come out of Nazareth, you know? I wonder, what would it take for us to have this Christ be one who is famous? whose fame should spread throughout our communities, that people might desire to come and hear his word proclaimed, to receive from his table the gifts, to be, be freed from their burdens and their anxieties because he takes them upon himself and he puts them to death on the cross. I wonder. Well, let us pray. Compassionate God, you gather the whole universe into your radiant presence and continually reveal your Son as our Savior. Bring wholeness to all that is broken and speak truth to us in our confusion, that all creation will see and know your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Well, church, go in peace, serve the Lord. We will see you hopefully on Sunday as well as next week. Bye.